Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Inch and Rossi. So, Tim, you've been on the toilet all day, huh? I just literally almost threw up right as I hit record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a man. What a Still group hungover we are. from Vegas. Huh? It's not, I don't think it's a, a hangover anymore. I think I'm just sick. So, But, like, what's funny is, uh, like, all right, so I woke so up this morning. Vegas. I was feeling really bad. I've, I've been throwing up all day. So I was like, let me take a COVID test because maybe it's that even though I like it's just my stomach that's bothering me. And then I it was negative. So I was like, oh, I don't have COVID. I can still go out. And it's like, no, you well, you still have the flu. <laughs> like, you just you can't go out. It's still <laughs> miserable for you to move and you can still give the flu to other people. Yeah. There's no benefits in leaving if you have the flu. There was I saw somebody tweeted right after like the vaccine first came out. It was like I picked up a pair of AirPods off the street and just put them right in my ear. Somebody's like, "Oh, why would you do that?" I said, "No, it's fine. I I got the COVID vaccine." It was like, "No, why would you do that for all the other reasons that you don't just pick up a stranger's that's AirPods that's an off the point. street?" Like, is it now subconsciously or even consciously more socially acceptable to go out if you just have a cold instead of? Because you don't have COVID type thing? I feel like it should never have been acceptable. I don't think it, right? it was, but that's the point. Like people would, would always I would think it's still less because even you even when you literally just have a cold, everyone there's gonna be that small, you know, five to ten percent that's gonna be like, eh, it could be COVID. Don't love that. And you just <laughs> I think yeah, I think people are gonna be a little more touchy about it. I, I do still feel incredibly awkward when I like sneeze in a line, being perfectly yeah. healthy, but it's allergies or whatever. And right. people are just like Yep. Yeah. No. I like I like to just look at the sun or something. I have an Altoid and then look at the sun and just sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> you disgusting leper. Get back into your hole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you start God. to you start to get you start to get the group thing thing where it's just like, you son of a how dare you cough in my presence? <laughs> like on an airplane when somebody's coughing in your row, it's just like you should be allowed to throw that yeah. guy out of the plane. Yeah. But like that's what's the etiquette on that? I mean, I there's nothing I hate more than sneezing on a plane. But like sometimes you have to sneeze, and I feel so bad. I like I pull my shirt up over my face, tuck my arm in, pull my hat down, put my jacket over, and sneeze, and I still feel like I'm not doing enough. Do you want to know a wor- like what is worse etiquette on a plane than sneezing? <laughs> I think I know sure, where this is I'm going. I'm excited to hear this. Stopping in the aisle on the way back from your trip to the bathroom and kneeling down and asking James and I for a selfie. Wow. 
<laughs> at least at least we weren't coming home from a bachelor party in Las Vegas. At least we didn't <laughs> look excessively hungover on our southwest southwest flight back from Vegas. <laughs> but here's the other thing: like they knew where you were going. They could have waited till you got off the plane. Wait, we're all gonna get off at the same time. <laughs> Well, if they're uh, listening, yeah. by the way, thanks for listening. Uh, no, <laughs> maybe don't please. next time. Yeah, like no. And it, it was like because that's such a like a small space and a hard angle. Like I don't even think she was in the picture. And like I think I just woke up from a nap, and then other people around us were like, "Why is this person? Who are these yeah. people that this person yeah. is taking a picture?" It's yeah. Like, oh, this is a bad domino effect thing. We would have been happy, <laughs> yeah, in the gate, the gate area. Once we're out, just you know, but. I mean, I Whatever. still would have been not happy, but I would have been less right. mad. Yes, fair. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys it. went to Vegas? How was that? It's, guys, I was going to say, this has got to be the first <laughs> time in a long time where we all went to the same place for the same thing and had like roughly the same experience. Right? Right. Like we've yeah. all been at the racetrack together, but Alex is racing. I'm commentating. Tim's drunk. Tim's so, Timmy. Yeah. Right. So like this time we all went to Vegas. We all went for the same reason, and we all had roughly the same experience. Well, except, I just lost less money than <laughs> except I won. and made less money than Alex. Um, James kind of didn't do anything. Tim lost money, and he was still more drunk than all of us. Uh, I don't know about that, but you on Wednesday night was the drunkest of the crew. <laughs> I had other things going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was like there was like. There was yeah, I had other things going on. Um, but that is also the first time that I have ever like not eaten a meal. Yeah, no, so. you left in the middle of dinner. You got real quiet and then got it up. Was and in the left. middle? It was he was yeah. So you end. basically you basically fell asleep in your hands during appetizers, <laughs> and then <laughs> you're making you're making. In, and you got like a steak. Some this is one hundred sixty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> in some Alex's asparagus. defense, the dinner was an hour later than it was supposed to be, so that it was true. past his bedtime. That is true. We did <laughs> smash two slices of pizza before we got to dinner. Yeah, yeah. we never forgot we had a pre-dinner dinner. <laughs> we sure did. We had a full dinner before dinner, and then and then his maid comes and he's just like he's got an elbow on either side of the plate and he's just kind of got his, his head in his hands, just sort of looking at it. And it was I think you had two bites of the whole thing. So here's got up and left. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> That may have cost $160 and I didn't need it, but at least before we got there at the bar, I spent $480 on shots that I didn't take either. By the way, I want it to be noted. This that was the, the first time ever you insisted on shots and I said no. I didn't well, even take that shot. I ordered them and didn't drink them. So <laughs> we all we all repeatedly told you not to do that. And I showed up, I showed up like behind you guys for some reason. And by the time I oh no, no, I was talking to somebody at the bar and I turned back around and these shots are just lined up. I've missed all how this happened, what transpired, and I think I'm the only idiot that took it. That's tough. <laughs> but Alex uh, has so Alex has this thing, right? I was gonna announce this to the group. So maybe you can help him. <laughs> Maybe you can help him by supplying him with this particular alcohol so that way he can stop buying it. But he's got this thing where after a certain number of drinks, send the bar, he gets this hankering for doing a tequila shot, but yep. it also has to be like 1942, which yeah, is a I'm very drink. It's it's very expensive tequila. And so I'll just be sitting there, it'll be like two drinks today, I'll get this eating grin on his face, then it'll look like a bartender. <laughs> You guys have 1942? Four shots, please. And then, then we're like, what are you doing, man? And then half the time, it doesn't even take them. It's fun, man. That's my, that's my party trick. It's your party a, trick. A good, a good time was had by most. 
a good time uh, I was had by some. Honestly, okay, one so, of the highlights was was the three of us going to Old Town. Like that was, that was oh, so much fun. Bachelor and the Bachelor. Um, he came with us. The four of us oh. made the trek down there, and uh, I was like, the, "We went to the Bachelor. What? Had a ga- had a gay old time. We did. Old Town's great. We went to the Golden Nugget, which is just like the staple Vegas casino. And Alex and, and I, we, everybody but me, won money. There. Yeah, well, because we figured it out. We figured out <laughs> how to how to win Vegas. Yeah, yeah it's just like racing. You want to make a small fortune in gambling, start with a big one. Nope. 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 <laughs> we went, walked in the gold nugget. Alex and I both tripled our money. Now, he started with a much larger sum than I did because I'm not a gambler. I'm not a risk taker when it comes to that stuff. But we we had a system. We devised this over pina coladas by the pool. Mm. And we went to the golden nugget and we executed brilliantly. And we did, we walked away when we were supposed to, when we were ahead. And now we figured out Vegas. We can't tell you what the secret is because we don't want Vegas to figure it out and change rules. And like prevent us from coming back to town. Right. This is, this is what pisses me off the most about this. I wasn't at the pool with you guys for as long that day because I was doing off track. I was editing off track and posting it. Honestly, I think when you were not there is when this plan was devised. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm upset. That's why I lost money. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Uh, so <laughs> what about the other three days you were in the casino? I'm saying I didn't, I didn't get caught up on the plan at all. Had I been caught right. up on the plan, I would have only lost money the first night. I right. made money the other night. So nights. you you ended up, so we, we all, the group got there. We all had a wonderful dinner the first night. Went to a great little like <laughs> karaoke uh establishment which which i have a cool story we'll have a good story about but we'll get back to that we can get back to that um and then the second day kind of a pool day hung out old town obviously had another dinner that i really wasn't part of um and then james and i went home like adults yep tim you stayed an entire extra day and night it was such a mistake (laughs) usually is so when we were when we were at dinner and you were asleep alex uh i was like on my phone looking at switching my flight and moving it up a day and it was like it wouldn't have cost anything uh like there was no downside to it i'd have been back in la and i was like literally about to do it and then keaton the bachelor was like hey man i just want to say it really means a lot that you like came out here and like and everybody was able to make it and admittedly he said it to everybody but it was like right before I was going to hit confirm on changing the flight. And I was like, yeah, man, of course. Always here for you. <laughs> Let's do another night. <laughs> it was such a mistake. What, uh, what was your favorite? So what happened that last day? What did we miss? We went back to old town. Um, I forget which casino, but it was one of the ones that had like the largest circa. circa. Yeah. It had the largest saw- TV in like for sports betting. Um, Thursday night football. Yeah. I, I accidentally bet on the wrong team. Like I meant to who won. Cause I was, I think I was going to bet on the chiefs, but then I accidentally bet on the chargers and then the chiefs won. So I lost money on that too. Even though like, I got made the right pick and was just dumb. Uh, and then we went to a steakhouse and then we all fell asleep. But the, all right. The, the, the most people in beds, when you guys left <laughs> me and somebody else took your room. And so we went back to the room after dinner and I like plugged my phone in and put my wallet down or whatever. And then I went in the living room to go watch TV with everybody. And the other guy who took the room, no, you guys left. So we couldn't watch Top Gun. I was devastated. Um, The other guy who was in Alex's old bed, uh, like closed the dividing door. 
Mm, so I couldn't get in the room. So I'm banging on the door trying to wake him up. I like try to call the hotel number in his room. He doesn't wake up. My phone and key are in there. And at this point, everybody else is asleep. So I, I, I passed out on the couch. So that was just on top of uh, a, a bad night in Vegas. Nothing like, it's like I lost a lot of money, but at least I didn't get a bed. <laughs> and, it, and there was there was a bed. There was an empty, open, <laughs> there was beautifully an empty comfortable bed. bed. Yeah, that you guys all talked about how comfortable it was. Oh, You're like, man, like Keaton's like, I'm gonna buy the mattress. It's he the did. best bed I've ever that. had. He like, did say that. And I had been looking forward to it because I was finally out of the flamingo. <laughs> and then I'm on the couch. Another Vegas staple establishment. Oh, okay. So what was your favorite part of the trip? Getting home. <laughs> Honestly, my favorite part was like getting there. And like the first night and then leaving. Like those so, are those tie. I have two favorite parts. My first favorite part was Alex and I flew together to Vegas from Napa. California. From Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. Sacramento. After a lovely day of wine tasting uh mm. on Monday in Napa, which was just phenomenal. Thank you to the parties who organized that. Um and so we've already had a bit of a, you know, we, we kind of started early in a sense. So yeah, that's kind of why, that's how we justified missing a day is we actually started a day before you guys. But uh, so we, we land and me, the non-gambler was like, well, obviously like the first thing we got to do is go walk up to the first slot machine and put a dollar oh, yeah. in and see what happens, right? And Alex is like, yeah, all right. So we walk up to the first slot machine and we put five bucks in and hit a button and things spin. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. We put five bucks in, and something happens, and then it's just sort of like tough luck. You don't it have like five bucks it. It's like a vending machine that ate my five bucks. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't, it didn't actually play. We're not entirely sure what happened, so I'm like, okay, we're clearly leaving. This is a bad sign. And Alex is like, no, you only lose if you quit. So he put in... <laughs> He put in a, the worst life coach ever. Yeah. <laughs> Can't lose if you don't give up. And so he put another five bucks in and then it started like, you know, playing normal. And it was like one of these digital, it had a Buffalo. On yeah, it. I don't know. Giant Buffalo race or whatever. Yeah. And so all these things happen and he hits the button a couple of times. Long story short, it starts losing its mind. That five bucks became 270 bucks, I think. So in the in the one actual working run, we walked into Vegas, put it in the first machine, 270 bucks. We should have gone home. We should have gone right back yep. on the plane <laughs> and left. But I was like, that was funny to me. I'm like, this is going to be a good trip. My so luck then, went a different route. Yes, yes, right from the get-go, I hear. <laughs> the next best part for me was the karaoke thing you're talking about, right? So we, we uh, that was fun. Yeah. So, so someone, I could tell with your back to the stage and you incessantly texting the group, let's get out of here and go get tattoos. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to do that wherever we are. Oh, yeah. Right. So you were like sitting be- almost behind, like you couldn't see the stage. Yeah, you from couldn't see you anything. The stage. Yeah, I could. Nope. I was right on the side. I just uh, got a, a side angle. Whatever. I kept trying to hand the guy my like vouchers for 18 cents to jump the line. Because he was like, karaoke, you get to jump the line if you tip me. So I had like an 18 cent voucher, a 35 cent voucher. And I kept trying, like, what about this one? And he's like, no, man, stop. Still, still no. Still no. <laughs> yeah. So we're there. And like, I didn't, I actually don't think I appreciated it. It was a karaoke place at first. So it's called the barbershop. And there's like a lot of these kind of, you know, exclusive places you have to go through an actual barbershop to some hidden door in the back and you go through and it's this really nice speakeasy probably holds i don't know 200 people something like that 
and full stage, full band, they're playing. It's great. Couple covers. Everyone's getting into it. And then the lead singer was like, "All right, let's get Jill up on stage." And I'm like, "What the hell?" And so Jill walks up from the crowd, and it's karaoke, but with like a full four piece band supporting you. It was unlike any karaoke I've ever seen. Now, when you do karaoke, like when you go to a place and you 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 know rent a little room at a karaoke bar with your buddies or your friends or whatever, you can kind of go up and make an idiot of yourself. But when you're on stage, fully supported by a band in front of like a like a decent sized venue, you better know what the f- you're doing when you go up to karaoke. Like you can't just be that that asshole who's up there like ruining living on a prayer, right? So we're going, we're just sitting there having a good time. Everyone's that goes up is pretty good. And then you see this QR code on the table, like, hey, if you want to register for karaoke, <laughs> click here. So <laughs> I hit Alex and I like check this out. So I pull up on my phone. And I was like, who's the most quiet, introverted, shy in front of crowds people in our party? Clearly, it's Marco Andretti. So we (laughs) sign Marco up um, to sing Living on a Prayer. And and where we screwed up was you had to fill out this whole form and you had to put an email address. So we put his actual email address, right? So I was picturing this amazing scene where we're just sitting there having a good time. Marco's facing the stage and the guy goes, and up next, can we get Marco Andretti to the stage, please? Marco Andretti to the stage. And it just, and just literally watched him spontaneously combust. Like he would have rather set himself on fire and run out of the, the building. But because we put his email address in, his phone pings. <laughs> and he sees, thanks for registering for karaoke at the barbershop. He's like, what the f- is this? And so... We're like, oh, uh, yeah, mm, yeah, sorry, man. I guess you're going to have to go up and do it. It's going to be super embarrassing for you if you don't. Like, we're, we could not have been further away from the exit. The place was packed. It would have been so hard to get out of there. And he was starting to have, like, legitimate anxiety. <laughs> I started to feel a little bad and Canadian. So I found our server, and I was like, hey, do you mind telling whoever runs karaoke? There's a guy in there, Marco. He's, he decided he doesn't want to go up. Can we just strike his name from the list? She said, yeah, no problem. They were great about it. I just didn't tell Marco that. So at the end of every song, <laughs> I would elbow and be like, yeah, this one's got him. It's got to be you. And they're like, can Jason come up to the stage? I'm like, oh, yeah. And then it's like for like three minutes, he'd relax. And then three minutes later, the song ends. It's like, oh, you're coming up, buddy. You're coming up. He just gets all tense. But for the rest of the night, we ruined the night for him. Because we never told him that we took him off the list. Absolutely <laughs> ruined the night. I love that he like also set this all up for us. And we're yes, like, nope. Yes. <laughs> he worked very hard and pulled in favors to get us a table at this place. And then I just ruined the night for him. Yeah. Stuck him. Oh no, but then Alex very kindly picked up the bill. So thank you, Alex. No problem. Oh man. No problem. Um good times. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org lost. Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. 
Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, that was good. It, uh, I've got one of those in me a year, so glad we ticked the box. Um, um, I feel like we went through this. That was the... F- you're going to have five of those in here this year. No, but like those are all work trips. Right. For the most part, the last time I went there for fun was December for Connor's birthday. Uh, when I right. swore I'd never step foot in that city again. Yes. I do remember that. Oh, well, here we are. And Alas. here we are. Yeah. And you've got one more trip there this year, right? For I do have one day. more coming up. Yeah. I got a thing that day. Hey, Tim, you want to swing over? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah you probably <laughs> By November, you'll be ready. You'll get a hankering again. Oh, God. I the might have a is, hangering, but my bank account won't. I was going to say, well, <laughs> well, if you had a job by then. When, is, when do we it. get the off-track distributions? Because <laughs> I'll oh lose that God. $12 at Vegas. Yeah, we missed a terrible opportunity there to have a business meeting in one of, in one of the casinos. I mean, we recorded. <laughs> We recorded while we were there. All right, guys, send me your receipts. <laughs> we'll put all right. We'll put all your losses under T and E, but all your winnings go back into the pot. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with this too. Yeah. Yeah. No. I had. I had, yeah. Your lot. Your losses uh, can be a write off, Tim. So that's good. Um. No, I, I had one job. Uh, during the trip, which was Alex pulled me aside before we got there, and he's like, "Okay, man, here's the deal." If I'm up, I need you to pull me away from the table. You absolutely did not do that. I 100% did. <laughs> so he, he did. This is the first time that I've actually walked out of that city for taking city with a substantial and, amount of cash. And, and it was funny because I was like, okay. I was like, what percentage more than your starting po- like purse, pocket, wad, whatever you call it, buy-in, what percentage more than that is you comfortable or like that's where you want me to pull you and walk away? And he gave me the number. And so one time I kind of do it remotely because you, you wandered off with a group and ended up at a table without me. <laughs> I was having to text to check in. <laughs> You're like, on this much up, I'm like, leave, walk away right now. <laughs> if you are, I'm going to come get out. You. Send me your location immediately. <laughs> I'm like texting the guys that he's with, kick his seat over, knock him down, steal his chips. <laughs> and one job. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Take his money. Whatever has to, whatever has to be done. Are you beeping yourself, Tim? Are you saying I was trying to Tim? yeah, I'm pretty out of it. I was I realized I said that <laughs> and then I was like I'm going to bleep it anyway. So yeah, like he's just trying to save himself the work of actually bleeping it. But we're going to ruin that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. so I haven't even started recording yet, so it's fine. Not true. I can see the timer. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. So that that was our trip. Glad we all got to be there. That was uh, a lot of fun. Um, and then I'm else? still tired. What I'm else? Still tired from it. I mean, I guess that was only a week ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I kind of like that we had a immediately before the party, the bachelor party started <clears throat> podcast, and then we were able to follow it up 
and <clears throat> let everybody know how the time went. It was good. It was good fun. Uh, Tim, I know that you've got a couple pet peeves, and one of them has something to do with how you end phone conversations. Uh, no, this one's not even a pet peeve. This is just my favorite Midwesternism. And I think it's just a Midwesternism, but ending our, our, I don't know about that. Definitely Maybe not. not just a mid, but it's nope. It's, I, I hear it's just it people a lot. in English that speak English. Ending a phone call with, well, I'm going to let you go. Because, and here's why I like it so much. It's shifted all of the responsibility. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a Tuesday, guys. James okay. just, is that a Blanton's? <laughs> no, it's a Russell's 13. Oh. <clears throat> I just Hot. love, uh, yeah, you do you. Uh, and I'm the one throwing up today. God, I just thought of that and almost threw up. <laughs> Imagine your nose is my nose. Canned tuna. Ah, hot canned tuna. Hot canned tuna. All over your face. And he's gone. All right. So now that we see, might be going to throw up. The best part is he was about to tell a story, and now he's gone. Oh. So yeah, no, I, um, Alex, as you know, I have uh, a couple friends in Portland who have in history hooked me up with some nice bourbons. Uh, um, you got you. one of them this, this trip and I unloaded them and arranged them into my home bar today and gave me a hankering yeah, for it was a little really sample. interesting. I walked into Andretti Autosport today, um, <laughs> which I was gonna say, what time were you there? <laughs> Apparently, like five minutes after you, oh, and they were like, "Oh, your buddy was here," and I was like, "Ha ha, who?" And they were like, "James." I was like, "Man, he's been not an employee here even longer than I have." <laughs> You've only been not been an employee there for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you, I apparently all my stuff was on a cart, um, which I went to go pick up today, including your helmet. So. Oh yeah. You, Thanks for you that. Want that? Yeah, I should probably. Well, that's actually I Colt. It's the one I'm supposed to swap with Colton. So, I either need to. Oh, wow. He just came <laughs> back, and he just is holding a bottle of Listerine, so he really threw up. Yep. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left. <laughs> Nothing left to do it again. Dry heaving's <laughs> even worse. Um, no, mm. I was saying, I really Did like... You hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You yeah, came in the middle... Like, you came in the middle of the story. Let me finish. Uh, so, yes, that helmet, I'm actually supposed to be swapping with Colton, so I need to see if he has a helmet at the shop, and I'm just going to go take it, and I'll put mine where his was if he didn't take all his stuff home because he owes me one, that little guy. Do you know who else owes me a helmet? Graham Tell me. Really? I would follow up on that. I'm going to text him right now. I like helmets. Okay. Well, as soon as you have one to trade, you just need to start racing. Okay, so I'll let you go. I like it because it shifts the responsibility of the end of the conversation to the person that's not ending the conversation. Yeah. It's very clearly the person who says that that's ending the conversation. Yeah. But it's like, Oh, all right. I know how badly you want this to end. I'll do you a favor and and end it. And I just, I like that passive aggressivism. It's, I think it's my favorite goodbye. Well, it's your only goodbye because you famously don't say it on the phone. You Hollywood goodbye all the time. And it drives me crazy. I don't think do, I still so, do that, do I? So do I, you've gotten better. So I've I've um I, I'm kind of similar to Tim a little bit. Um but I've been on the phone a lot with with Ed Carpenter. Um 
we've entered into a business arrangement together. And so a lot of phone calls. And him and I, I think, are the same in terms of ending phone conversations. Like neither of us really know how. So like <laughs> it gets it gets to the end of the conversation. And it's like, ah, oh, well, all right. And there's kind of like a pause. And then like he does this too. And then one of us will just like come up with a new topic. <laughs> like, you don't know where to go from there if the other person doesn't take the initiative. So like quite often the six minute phone calls become like 13 minute phone calls because <laughs> we just, because neither one of you know how to things. say, all right, I'll catch you later. Yeah. It, right. It's like the, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I was, I was talking with my brother and this is what made me think of it today. I could very much tell he did want to end the conversation because he did one of those. Well, and I was like, nope, yeah. I have one more topic. So before I did the I'll let you go, I powered through one more topic that I wanted to talk about. And then it was like, all right, well, I'll let you go. And that time it was a legitimate. I was letting him go. He really wanted the conversation to end. But every other time, it's just because I want to stop the conversation. It's weird how, how like we're still of a generation that grew up talking on landlines and home phones and all this stuff. And like we still struggle a little bit more than our parents who are that was all they did and voicemails and pagers and all this stuff. Like the kids that are coming up now will not be able to literally make a doctor's appointment. Like, I don't think they'll have any concept of how to speak into a phone. They barely know how, yeah, they barely know how to do it. It's all text. Even yeah. when you try, even when you want to talk to someone on the phone, like, I don't know, maybe a company whose technical support you need, you don't get the chance to do that. Is you that why you've had a Tuesday, James? That was my Monday, actually. I had a whole time with Brink's home security mm. whole thing. Mm. But uh, we're good now. So just try. Just, just <laughs> try. I dare you. Now I now I want you to try. Break into your house? I oh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, Go ahead. Do you want to think, know what won't help? Like, I don't care how good your security system is. I know your code. So, <laughs> I don't think he meant you. Bitch. I think he meant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean audience. you specifically. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't want me to post it? <laughs> I prefer not. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's see not. how good Brinks is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, like I said, it's not 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 my fault anymore. Did someone well, break into your house? No. Oh, that's I don't think. Although today, <laughs> Becky literally was like, <laughs> "God love her." She texts me. She goes. Cause she knows I was on with Brinks all, all like all day yesterday. And she goes, she texts me, she's out with a friend for lunch and she goes, uh, <clears throat> I can't figure out on the app how to check the activity, uh, like of all, you know, all the doors and whatever. She's like, can you, can you look and see if anybody came into the garage last night? And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, did the garage door open last night after we went to bed? That's so scary. Like, oh, right. So like, but like no, no ex- explanation, just that. So I go on, I find the activity. There's us coming home from walking the dogs and us letting the dogs out in the morning, nothing in between, everything's good. So I send her a screenshot of it, but she's at lunch. So like, I don't hear back for her from her for like two hours. And then uh, I'm finally like, what was that all about? And she was like, oh, well, I don't know. Something's not right because my, my sunglasses weren't in the case that they should be in in the car. It's <laughs> just like, you mean these ones that are sitting on the table next to the keys? Same person that, that thought someone stole her earrings <laughs> and she left them at home. Oh so, my god! Thank God. So someone thought. So she thought somebody broke in. Yeah. And moved her sunglasses. No, no, took them. Oh. She just 
didn't realize that she would have walked literally by them to grab the key to the car that she said they walked into and took out of the car. I also like not not steal the car, not any of the other stuff in your garage, not let themselves into your home, which they could get into through the garage. Just figure now, out they, your garage code. Just jones in for a pair of sunglasses. These people, they don't want confrontation. They don't it's want to break perfect. any glass or stuff, any alarms. They just open car crime. doors. It's a perfect crime, except it wasn't a crime. But this is classic. <laughs> this is classic Becky in the sense that her nickname is Worst Case Becky. Yeah. Because something happens and it's, oh, I, my glasses aren't exactly where I thought they should be. Somebody must have broken into our house, broken into the car and stole them. Or they could have been left a plethora of different places in the just, house. The one thing I've learned from this conversation, I'm just so happy you guys finally have a central place for your keys. Oh, I'm, yeah. Next Not time that I'm they in Indiana, end I'm... up back there oh. most of the time. I remember I walked up to the, there's like a bowl of keys. Like a lot of people just have a bowl of keys, right? So we have our bowl of keys. And we have, we have three cars. Each car has two keys. Subtle flex. No, no, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get wow. the numbers thing. Wow. Somebody, sounded, cars you have, and somebody stole glasses from all three of them. <laughs> it was sounded better than saying there should be six keys Tim, in the bowl. That's probably, that's probably like three grand in sunglasses. Yeah. Knowing how they guys. operate. I hate you guys. I was trying to say there should be six keys in the bowl. No wonder and, they need an upgraded security. How do you so, have, but why did you think they could get past your three full-time security guards? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like what about what the I, gate in the half mile drive yeah. to your garage? Well, it's the moat. That's the real challenge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The alligator. Hey, do you have a good alligator guy? I'm looking for a new oh. one. Oh, I got a great alligator Chuck, guy. Chuck retired to spend time with his remaining limb. Well, luckily Chad <laughs> is exactly who you're looking for. Well, that, I mean, has wild bills <laughs> he does have wild bill wild bill i wouldn't mess with wild bill no I, wild bill is a much better protection than a moat so i get home after being gone for a couple like becky was only two she was only home two days before i got home i get home i go to the bowl there's one key in it there should be, <laughs> there should be six keys so that she means misplacing keys and just grabbing the next one for at least two cars she had both keys on her Hey, you remember when you took a pair of my aunt and uncle's car keys to Asia? Yeah, I sure do. I sure do. I mean, Didn't it's close to California. <laughs> anyway, so yes, uh, uh, we have, yes, I found all the keys. All the keys are now accounted for and the sunglasses. So you should put uh, air tags on all your keys. Becky just bought an air tag. Well, we don't lose them. You don't we, need you don't need one. She needs thirty. Why no? But like, we don't lose the keys. We just have to go through all of her purses, pockets, and coats, and all of the keys magically show up. So last night, um, Hazel and I were getting ready. I was getting ready to put her to bed, and we usually read for about twenty twenty five minutes before she goes to bed. But uh, she figured out a surefire way to get to stay up past her bedtime last night. So we read for like. 25 minutes is about five minutes before bedtime. She goes, dad. Yeah. Did great grandpa Bert fought in world war two. It's like, yeah. Why was there a world war two? I was like, okay, strap in. So we're actually going to have to back up a bit. Have you heard of the black hand? <laughs> like, I ended up talking to her for Why half an hour, it? giving her a, a lecture about world war one and how it <laughs> led to this and led to that led to world war two. And then, and then she started asking questions about the cold war. She's like, do I have to go to bed? I was like, no, you don't. let's keep chatting. <laughs> no, if she was smart. She delayed, she like saved the cold war for tomorrow night and yeah. then save we'll see Vietnam what tonight. Yeah. <laughs> for Friday, you know, so I can't, wait, I can't wait till she starts asking about a stolen election. 
<laughs> or, or, or Uncle PJ. And if she, wa- <laughs> if she wants to know about space flight in any way, any Apollo missions. Also Gemini, call PJ. Mercury, yeah. call- no, because he doesn't think they happen. Yeah. <laughs> Big flat earth guy. <laughs> um, all right. So, Tim, we have an Ask Alex, right? We do have an Ask Alex. Dear Alex, I have a friend who was dating a guy that seemed very controlling. He didn't like her speaking her mind. One day, she surprised him with one of those lingerie photo shoot books where she got pictures taken of herself half naked with his car. When he found out, he got mad for some reason and broke up with her. Now, her best friend is dating him. I'm confused. Why? Since things appeared to go bad uh, to go bad for her when her best friend had a front row seat, is she now putting herself in the same position? What could she see in him that I'm missing? She is quite... Uh, I think he meant she's quiet, but had a great personality, and I'm hoping he doesn't keep her from showing that. I really hope he proves me wrong and helps bring out the best in her that we all know is there. Thanks for the answer. All right. Couple things. Couple things. <laughs> Thing what number gotta, one. What I got out of that is that he's a car guy, but whatever. <laughs> no, no. So, couple things. Um, couple things i'm number wondering one. i'm wondering if you and i go to the same place on this because i have a theory on this so number one i have two theories um, i'm very interested to know who took these said pictures of her in the car like what is it, yeah you, can you, you just like hire, hire a photographer to do yeah, that that's that's a thing. yeah that's, that's like a thing. boudoir boudoir shoots that's a thing that's what i was gonna is get not, is, is not is not a model of any capacity just yes, a person yes. okay yes. have you even have you even seen seinfeld normally normally photographers <clears throat> hire models for that sure. in this case a person will hire the photographer hmm. to do this for a significant other like how do you vet the photographer as a woman getting naked Interesting. you yeah that just question number one um well, number two Kelly. number <laughs> Number oh, two. you didn't get one of those books? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, my birthday, yeah. That old boy that sent the email also got one. Right, so now, <laughs> speaking of this guy, um, so he has a friend, that mm-hmm. this girl is, is um, girl number one, and he, he obviously cares about her life and her relationship because he's put a lot of thought into, you know, how it went wrong and what was good, what was bad. But he also now has, he's friends with, the friend who's now dating this guy, like, you, wh- why, why are you so concerned about these two different women? Do you like them? Like, why? I, I guess, I guess, I get it. The the first part, but the second part, you lose me a little bit because. So, if you're friends with this one, awesome. But now you're also friends enough with the the new one to also be concerned about how this proverbial guy is going to be treating her. Like, well, if it if it was if it was girl one's best friend and he's friends with girl one, you got to think that there's some interaction or relationship between them. Yeah, right? but girl one should be more <laughs> concerned about what girl two is potentially in for than. Definitely, but girl one didn't email us. Or maybe, maybe the guy person emailed one. us is girl one. Oh, the plot mm. and it's like yeah, that I whole, went the other way. My, I friend, thought... my friend is doing this type thing and asking for advice about my friend when it's really them. I just I went the other way and I figured that the guy who wrote us just has a crush on girl two. No, I think that the guy has a crush on girl one and two. Oh, potentially. I think that guy was having an affair with girl two the entire time, which is why things started not going great with girl one. 
And that's why girl two, despite being best friends with girl one, is dating guy who had a bad ending with girl one. I am fully lost. I'm not. (laughs) But then email guy, email guy. Yeah. He's not. He's just, he's he's just out in the weeds. He has no he's clue just, what's going no, on. No, he's just he's just concerned friend. Concerned but for all his female friends. Right. Girl one should be very concerned and confused as to why best yeah. friend girl two is dating guy one. Yeah, right? I'm willing to bet there's some overlap between girl one and girl two. Yeah, I think I, also I like think he didn't really ask was, us for advice. I just like that we're speculating on this now. <laughs> no, but like, but he's obviously guy that emailed. We appreciate you. He's clearly concerned about. For sure the guy because he references what could she see in him that I'm missing. So he Seth. obviously I think has a crush on at least one of them. Ooh, tough call, but potentially correct. Right. Potentially. Yeah. There's, Which is there's fine. Some, there's some like, logic there. I, I, we've talked about this on the previous podcast. I'm kind of of the theory that it's tough for guys and girls to be like friends. And especially if you're close enough to someone that you care about their their happiness in their dating life. Like you, I mean, you like them. Yeah. Now there was a whole yeah, movie it, about this. It does. I'm, right. I'm sure there's many. Uh, yeah, you're right. It almost sounds like a girl two crush to me. Huh. That's what I took. I took it as a girl two okay. crush. Yeah. Because well, if it was a girl one crush, you'd be like, sweet, that guy's now dating her. Who cares? Well then in this case, guy that emailed us, um, hope kill, the dude him. is, no, just hope the dude <laughs> treats girl two like he treated girl one, and then maybe girl two will come running into your arms for some sympathy snuggles. Super and, never how that goes, but okay. And, and if, uh, we're, if, we're, if we're way wide of the mark here and your genuine concern is just the girls, then you should get girl one to talk to girl two and be like, hey, WTF, or hey, my, why would you do that? Or and mind like, your own maybe, business. I don't also, know. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Meddling seems fun. <laughs> it just feels like if they're all consenting adults, everybody can make their own decisions. Yeah, I mean, when you put it that way, it makes us sound bad. <laughs> yeah. so I don't love what you said. <laughs> As I said, what I took away from that was that he's a car guy. So what kind of car was it? That's the most important thing. That's We can tell a lot about this guy based on the car he's driving. I hope it was like a 69 Mustang. Oh, that guy... <laughs> now we know what she sees in him <laughs> yeah there's gonna be like 45 usable seconds of that <laughs> I love it. hey let's do it ask alex we're just gonna refer to people by numbers speculate <laughs> wildly on a couple love triangle we don't know anything about and then <laughs> have to cut everything oh guys that was great well another thing that came out of vegas was tim bought me a book it did. and did it get i bought tim i uh, tim I, I bought tim a book and kelly bought me a book in napa and Kelly bought you a book. Oh, we're Alex, all, I have a present. We're for you. readers. Yours hasn't gotten in yet, James, but I've, I still got to finish mine, so I'm good. Yes, and I'm still. I have. I'm like only a quarter of the way through this massive book on human history that I'm reading right now. It's the one. Oh, it's the one I got you. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, so it's gonna be gonna be great. Um, yeah, Alex, I need to. Well, I'll see you on Friday. Um, okay. Cool. Oh, so oh, yes. we should start an off-track book club. <laughs> yes. Still haven't read Harry Potter. Guys, if you want us, if there's a book you want us to read, don't tell us. Send it to us. We can share a copy. Tim and I will read it. Alex will ask us he's, about it. He's got seven Harry Potter books to catch up on first. Mm. Is that how many there was? Seven? Yeah. Unless yeah, you, you count Cursed Child, but that's a play that they released as a book. I don't. I Me mean, neither. That's why there's seven. Uh, so, 
don't know what any of that means, but <clears throat> on that bombshell, uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in guys. I hope you enjoyed reliving Las Vegas with us. Tim only threw up once, which is great. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's a new record. Actually. It's a, <laughs> we, new, it's a new milestone in our I show. I don't like to look at it as I threw up once. I look like to look at it as we all averaged one third of a throw up today. Hmm. Yeah, it's not how anybody's going to look at it. My shoulders aren't even. You're just now realizing that. No, I've kind of always known that the left was jacked, but like, it's like really visible today. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to need to go consult a <laughs> professional on this. I think it's really bothering me now. Pediatrician. I don't think that's the right doctor. Well, you got a free sucker. Sign me up. <laughs> This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Tim, though I have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Find us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. The music you heard on this episode is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. You can find him online at hollandpattonpubliclibrary.com. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean fit. Ever been to Delaware? If not, now is the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.